In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Idrisheson, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. Somebody say alignment. Have you ever driven a car whose tire was not aligned? Has it happened to anybody before? Come on. Wow. God bless you for your sincerity. Any, any other truthful believer here? Have you ever driven a car? I, I know I'm raising my hand. I've driven a car. How, how was the ride? Was it smooth? Even it happens here at times. When the pressure is not the same. Yeah, it's possible. That ride is never fun. It's bumpy. It's not smooth. And the reason why so many people are not enjoying life is because their lives are not in alignment. Mark, Mark, Mark chapter 8 verse 35. Mark chapter 8 and verse 35. Mark 8 and verse 35. Okay, can we read the verse 35 and verse 36? One, two, three, go. Okay. Verse 36. Do you know what that scripture, what does it tell us? It tells us it's possible to gain or make profit or advance, naturally speaking. But yet you are out of God's program. Because according to God's balance sheet, you are still a loser. Because you lost. But the word says you have gained. Oh, come on. Is somebody listening to me? So when we're talking about alignment, finances, or career advancement is not necessarily the proof that you are in alignment. Come on, talk to me. In fact, finances at times is what took a lot of people out of what? Alignment. Oh, wow, a lot of money. Why not? Let's do it. But as they went for a lot of money, it was a trap that the enemy set for them to take them out of purpose. Say after me, say in the name of Jesus, in this season... I'm staying with purpose. Let me share some things with you briefly, then we continue praying. So tonight, like I said earlier on, the focus is alignment to God's purpose. So let me talk briefly on what I call following God's plan for your life. Write it down. Media, follow me. You have the note. Following God's plan for your life. Following God's plan for your life. Has anybody read that book written by Kennedy again of Blessed Memory before? If you have read it before, raise up your hand. Following God's plan for your life. Okay. If you have not read it, by tomorrow morning, you must buy it. Buy the PDF. I mean, the ebook. Following God's plan for what? For your life. Written by Kenneth Egan. In fact, I will tell you that that's one of the most impactful books 
I have ever read in my life. In fact, times I'm thinking how to be led by how to be led by the Spirit of God, following God's plan. Which one? At the end of this day, both of them. Powerful. Following God's plan for your life. Now, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, there is a plan for your life. Now, now, when, when you look at this kind of uh, structure, architectural structure, I don't know if you know, before this was put together, before the artisans and the technicians and the, the woodwork people and all the people that were involved in putting this together, I don't know if you know, before they even started putting things together, there was a plan they follow. I don't know if you know that. There was a what? A blueprint. Somebody say a blueprint. So even in the natural, nobody builds without what? A blueprint. Now, I want you to think about it. Your life, does it have a blueprint or not? I want you to ask a question. Write it down. Write yourself. Is there a blueprint for my life? Or am I just supposed to live life the way I feel like? Ask yourself the question. Is there a blueprint for my life? Or my life is just live it anyhow. Because you will realize a lot of people are living their lives anyhow. Anything goes. Any flow that is available is the flow. There's no pattern. There's no direction. And if we're talking about the fact that you must be aligned, the question is, what must you align with or align to? Psalm 100, Psalm 139 and verse 13. Open your Bible to Psalm 139. And the 13th verse. Are you there? Somewhere in 39 and verse 13. Okay, let's read it. I want you to pause. That was referring to God, right? Turn to them and say, you were created. He said, you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's soup. Continue, verse 14. Stop. The way you are saying is, I don't think you believe this verse. Now, can you say it like you believe it and personalize it? Come on, say it again. Come on, you got to say it one more time. Do you know what that means? I like me. Because I'm a work of art. I'm a product of Halloween. He conceived me. I am God's idea for my generation. So when he thought of this generation, he knew there is a major part I have to contribute I am 
fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, I don't care. Maybe you were told that you came out of an illegitimate relationship. Now, the relationship was illegitimate, but you are not illegal. Oh, my God. There's no child that is a mistake. Are you listening to me? There's no child that's what? A mistake. As far as God is concerned, you are, perf- you are a perfect fit. Lift up your right hand and say, I am a perfect fit. Fearfully and wonderfully made. He said, your works are wonderful. And I know that full well. So the question is, do you know it? Because the psalmist says, I know it. Now, let's go for the verse 15. Verse 15, the next verse. Come on. Continue. Stop. All the days, get on your feet. This is the point of to pray. All the days ordained for me were written in your book because one of before one of them came to be. All the days ordained. Now listen, when you see lives that are off, it's because they are not following their ordination. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. We're going to pray in the next few minutes. Lord, I receive help to follow my ordination. Are you listening to me? Uh, Now, one of the most powerful prayer anyone can pray is what I call the prayer of consecration. Somebody say consecration. Consecration is when you consciously put yourself in the center of the will of God for your life. As opposed to living your life according to your will. Don't you never say, I will not live my life according to my will. Because your will is not reliable enough. They are trying to make me to marry the person I don't want to marry. Maybe the person you want to marry will kill you. But, you know, you you can't determine who you love. When you are consecrated to God, you will understand that there are times your emotions and the will of God are contrary. All the days ordained for me were written in your book. Jesus said, he said, I come as it is written of me in the volume of the book to, to do your will, O Lord. Say after me, say, I declare. 2024 is that year that I will live in the will of God. Oh, is somebody, is somebody following me? I will follow my ordination. My life will not just be everywhere. My life will be according to what is written in the book. So there is a documentation for your life. I said there is a what? A documentation for your life. It's possible that... Your, your, your degree in college and your documentation are opposed. 
So, yeah, I'm a lawyer. God bless you. Are you sure that was what was documented for you? Say, in the name of Jesus, into, I dedicate myself to your will in 2024. Everything that was written concerning me, where 2024 is concerned, will be fulfilled. He said, your eyes saw my formed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. What you are saying is, Lord, I'm putting myself in the center of God's will in this season. Everything that was written in the book will be fulfilled in this year. I don't know if you know death has not been written in the book where you are concerned. I don't know if you know lack has not been written in the book where you are concerned. I don't know if you know frustration has not been written in the book where you are concerned. I don't know if you know depression was not written in the book where you are. I don't know if you know breast cancer was not written in the book where you are concerned. I don't know if you know your marriage, Catherine, was not written in the book where you are concerned. You're going to say, Lord, whatever is not written in the book, I stand against it. What is written in the book is my experience. Fulfillment, alignment to God's purpose. Lift up your voices and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to say everything that was written in the book will be experienced in this season of my life. I said no no to distraction. Malakata. I'm aligned to what is written in the book. Say loud and clear. Say I'm aligned to what is written in the book. Metashataba. I consecrate myself to your will, O Lord, for this season. Yashataba. Mata yo shota brala kataya, ambro lakota ya sata brala, ambro lakata ya sata bababa. We're going to pray this for the next five minutes. I want you to take it seriously. Begin to say whatever has been written, we am concerned, we be experienced. Masota brala kataya, ambro lakota ya sata ba, ekeketo sata br, ambro lakota ya sata brala kata kaka, ambro lakoko mata sata bababa. Ba 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 la kobo Mante shetebe Mato krobalakata Ashata bralakata Mata ya shot obralakata ya Ambralakata ya sharaba Ombralakata ya sota bralak Ambralakata ya sota bra Ambralakata ya sota bralakata ya Ambralakata ya sataba I want you to take it seriously Begin to say Lord What is written concerning me I pray into manifestation This season I will experience your will for my life in the name of Jesus, Makatosata, Ambrolakotaya, Matayasha, begin to say my will, my emotions, Mataya, my desire will not stand against the will of God for my life. Matosha, Ekria Lakota, Ashata Bralakata, Ambrolakataya, Ambrolakataya Sataba, Ambrolakataya, Matoshata Bralakata, Ambalakotaya Sotaba. Embrola kataya, ekekekeke, ombala. Ibrokotaya, matokoba, ekekekeko, obababa, ebalakrobalakia, isoshobrola, ombalakreba. Embrola kataya, ambrola kata, ombrola kataya. Embrola kataya, embrola kataya sotaba, ambrola kataya sotaba. 
mato shota brala embra la kata ya amba la kota ya shota ba embra la kata ya embra la kato sho mato shota brala kata ya embra la kata ya shota bra embra la kata ya shota brala embra la kata ya shota brala embra la kata ya shota manto kobala ekeketo sata embra la kata ya ambala I'm establishing the will of God I'm establishing the purpose of God I'm established in the agenda of heaven for my life. Mato sota brala, ekakatu sobrala, umbrala kataya, abala krobala kata, ambala kotaya, ambrala kotaya, ambrala kataya, sota brala kataya, ambrala kataya, sota ba, ambrala kotaya, ambala kotaya, akakakakaka, ambala kota, ankakatu obusa, ekeketoba, manso, 2024 is that. Yeah, I experience the will of God. Masota, embralakata, ashata, embralakata, embralakata, ambayashota, mantokoba, embralakata ya shataba, embralakata ya, embralakota ya, embralakata ya. Matoso sopra la, eke keke tu sopra la kataya, ambla kotaya, ele le 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 le, matoso sa, matoso sopra la, eke keta sataba. Mato ambla kataya, eke katu soto, matoso sopra la. Matosho shobrala, ambrala kataya, ambrala kato sharaba, ambrala kataya sota, abala kotaya, ambala kotaya. I'm establishing the will of God. I'm establishing the purpose of God. I'm establishing the agenda of heaven in the name of Jesus. Ambrala kotaya, ansota brala, ambala kotaya, ambrala kataya, masota brala, ambrala kataya, ambala kobala, masota brala, ambala kotaya. Ambalakota ya akasota manto prala matoko okokota ayayaya akakata ambr masota ba okokota ashanta bra ambrakata ambrakata ya akakato shata bara manto shapra lakata ya ambasota bra lakata ya akakato saba ambalakota ya sata akakata amb in the name of Jesus we pray don't you never say I pray for you your will your emotions your mental faculty will not contradict the will of God the purpose of God the documentation of God for your life I declare in 2024 there will be an alignment between your life and your documentation. Come on, tell at least three other people. There will be an alignment between your life and your documents. Your document and your life will align. Somebody shout hallelujah. You may be seated. Your life and your document must what align. Say loud, like one more time. Say my document and my life we align. Because Sanren and tonight makes us to realize there is a document for your life. Don't you never say my father is too organized 
than to allow me to come into this world without a document. So the question is, is your document and your life, are they aligned? Because anytime your document and what, and your life are not aligned, there's what? Trouble. But there is a document for your life. Matthew chapter 26, from verse 36. Media, let's look at Matthew 26, verse 36. We are halfway. Matthew 26 and verse 36. Verse 36. Okay, let's read it. Wait. Who was he talking about? He was talking about what? Jesus. He said Jesus went what? With disciples. So he placed what to what? And he said to them, sit here while I go over there and what? Pray. Think about it. Where was Jesus? Where, where was he before he came? He showed up on that. Who was he? Come on, talk to me. Who was he? God. So here was God on earth. But God was here to fulfill a mission on heart. Hey. And in order to fulfill that vision, mission, he realized that prayer must be prioritized. In fact, in Luke chapter 3, where the Bible Recalls it that he was baptized. How was he baptized? He was praying while being what? Baptized. Then the heaven over him opened and the spirit came upon him. So Jesus needed to pray for the prophecy over his life to be manifested. It was in his document that the spirit of the Lord God is upon. Come on, talk to me. Was it not in his document? But before that could happen, what did he do? Come on, talk to me. What did he do? What did he do? So that's why there is no exemption for prayer or not. That's why 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 says, pray without what? Don't you know what I say? Don't take a break from prayer. Why? Because there is wickedness and evil in your world. It's like you trying to drive your under accord on autopilot. So the question is, is there any autopilot with your Honda? Anybody has a Honda, Honda that is... There is no safe drive in life. Write it down. There is no safe drive. Your life will just drive itself. <laughs> People that, that like, they just automate their life, just say, I don't pray. Whatever will be, will be. What happens to them? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, I don't bother myself. You know, all this religious thing. You know, you know when people get philosophical about life like that, I'm afraid for them. You know, I just, I just, I just believe in doing good. I do good and I spread good. A lot of people have died living like that. Several years ago, Reverend George preached a message I will never forget. He was talking about his father. He said his father was a good man. But he also said something in that message. He said my father was foolish. He said my father was one of those people. Few people that went to school in the village. 
and because of the few books they have read, they have formed philosophies. And one of the philosophies his father had was that nobody could harm me. You can't harm me. He said, the sad thing is, this man was not doing the, I mean, diabolical things. He was not into occult. He was not going to church. He was not going to mosque. But just believed nobody what could harm him. He said, as a young boy, I watched them kill my father. <laughs> I said, growing up, I knew why he died. He died because he was foolish. He said, can you imagine? You are not into demonic powers. You are not into church. You are not into mosque. And you are confronting people that are demonic. And you are saying, you can't do anything to me. I'm not, you, you know, there's this interesting philosophy that it can only hurt you if, if, you, if you believe it can hurt you. Ah. Let me shock you. They don't need your faith. <laughs> <laughs> the people that do wickedness, write it down. The people that do wickedness, they don't need what? Your faith in their wickedness, for their wickedness to work. They know if you believe it, it only hurts you, it's because you believe it can hurt you. There is evil. Matthew chapter 6, verse 13, verse 13, he said, deliver us from what? Evil. There is evil in this world. And there's no such thing as, you know, your life will just drive. Just, just raise your hand, don't touch the steering. Just let it drive. Just, just free flow. You don't have insurance for that. <laughs> you must steer your life. If Jesus had to steer his life in the place of prayer, for him to line up with his documents, you have no exemption. They say, you know, I have that level of awareness in spirituality that I don't even need to pray. I just know I will be fine. I don't have any precedence in the scripture. Because what I see in the scripture is a Jesus that prayed the plan of God into manifestation in his life. Don't you never say you must pray the plan of God into manifestation. I mean, if there was anyone whose purpose was sure, it was Jesus. They prophesied it thousands, over a thousand years before he was born. Right from Genesis, they were already saying the seed of the woman. But the seed of the woman came praying. He was being baptized. He was praying. And after he was baptized, he went into the temple and announced it. This is my document and I'm leaving it. Then the next thing, he went into fasting and praying. For how many days? 40 days. Are you listening to me? He came out and the Bible says, and he returned in the... Oh my God, I feel something tonight. Lift up your two hands and shout, I declare... After these five nights of prayer, I'm returning in the power of the Spirit. The Bible says, and he returned in what? In the power of the Spirit. Now, it takes dedication of, to prayer to have the what? The power of the Spirit to live life. Now, let's go back to Matthew chapter 26, verse 36. makes us to realize that Jesus... Said, I got to pray. No, don't you anyone say, I got to pray. I can't outsource prayer. I can't be scammed. Don't deceive me that you are praying for me. <laughs> okay, verse 37. He says, sit there. I know you guys are not, you are not ready. But don't disturb me. I'm going to what? Pray. He knew their level. Even the three he took with them, with him. What did they end up doing? 
And those are supposed to be the, the big boys. He knew their levels. He just said, sit here. I have a document to fulfill. So, and I need to pray it out. Now, don't you ever say neighbor? neighbor. In 2024, I will not be lazy in the place of prayer. My life is already documented and I must see the fulfillment of my document. Okay, verse 37. So he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. So Jesus dealt with affliction. We're going to go for that to see what he had to deal with. It was what? Sorrowful. There was a conflict in his soul. And that was why he was what? Troubled and what? Sorrowful. You want to know the conflict? All of a sudden, the one that came to die for us did not feel like dying. Do you know what that tells you? Your flesh is not with an agreement with the will of God for your life. Why did he come? Was he not to die? Savior. Almighty God. Come on, tell me his other names. Mighty God. Wonderful. Everlasting Father. King of Kings. Lord of Lords. Everything. All of a sudden, Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Everlasting Father, Comforter, Counselor. He was feeling the environment. And all of a sudden, can you imagine a depressed Jesus? Literally. He was troubled, say, because he don't know him. Ah! This life that I have. <laughs> it's like, no. This, I mean, this is Jesus. He came from heaven. He should know better. Heaven is sweet. But it's like, ah, this life. He wants to stay here for a long time. He said, I'm a young man. I'm in my 30s. <laughs> Apparently, he saw some kids running around. He said, why can't I have one of those? <laughs> I know I'm a son of God. Can't I have a son of my own? <laughs> After all, there's a woman that says it's my mother. Can't I be someone's father? The Bible says he was sorrowful and troubled. That tells you in your natural, there will always be conflict. And that's why you can't overtrust yourself. Write it down. I cannot overtrust myself. Anytime you stop praying, you are trusting yourself. Say, no me. You, you are dangerous by yourself. Jesus, mighty God, everlasting Father, King of kings, in the beginning, he was with God. And now, he was not feeling God. He said, God, it's okay, it's okay. I've been with you for eternity. Yeah. Let's, let's flow. So he was sorrowful and troubled. But at the same time, he knew what to do in that season is to pray. Don't you understand? When you pray, when you, pray. you purge yourself. So one of the advantages of prayer is that it purges your soul. And when you are not praying, you are trusting yourself. 
and by yourself, you are dangerous. He was sorrowful and troubled. He was not feeling the next line of action because he knew it. There's something next. It was like, do I need to do that? Verse 38. Read it, please. He was feeling that pool. And it's like, I don't worry. I don't feel like dying. But he knew better. He said, stay here and let's pray. Watch with me in prayer. And that's what we're doing throughout December, verse 39. Hello, hello, hello. Before we continue, hello, spirit. Hello, spirit. The question is, are you more spirit than Jesus? The Bible says, he fell to what? With his face. So what? And prayed. That's what is called heartfelt prayer. Was it the kind of prayer? Mr. Adodo, how are you? Jesse beat us now, you know. Are you a prayer? What kind of prayer is that? The Bible says he fell. He fell what? With his face to the ground. In other words, he was focused. He was sold out. And what? Prayed. So I said, you know, prayer is my spirit. I don't, even when I'm not talking, I can't be still be praying. He fell to the ground. And pray it. Stop lying to yourself. If that prayer is heartfelt, your whole being will be connected. Are you listening to me? And some people are saying again, and they, I don't know why some people will even kneel down while praying. He did more than he fell to the feet. Now ask your neighbor, say, are you smarter than Jesus? You know, all those, you know, religious way of praying. Jesus was religious. He fell to the ground, face down. And what? You know, there, was, there's a place in prayer that when you are fully locked in, you forget about yourself. Now, can we read the prayer he prayed? In other words, even as of the time as he started the prayer, he was still not feeling the death. <laughs> Look at the way he started. He said, may this cup, this cup of death be... T-. So, that's how he felt. Emotionally speaking, at that point, Jesus was not feeling the will of God. But did something smart. He yielded his will to God's will. Don't you know? Say your will is not always right, but God's will can be trusted. He said, "Yet not as I will, but as you will." Stand up. You're going to say 2024 will be the year of yet not as I will, but as you will. Is that clear? You're saying, Lord, help me to live your will. 
to live according to the document in 2024. Any opportunity that will take me away from your will, Lord, block it. Somebody shout amen. amen. Any job, any appointment, any relocation, any fake promotion. Oh, did, I, did you hear me? What did I call it? Fake promotion that will take me away from your will. Lord, take it away. I trust your will more than my will. I trust your will more than how I feel. And I give you the right. Do you know that prayer, what it does is that it empowers God to block whatsoever is not his will. Is that clear? Rather going around and say, I know me. I know what I want. I... Ah, that's foolishness. If the Savior, everlasting Father, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Counselor, and all the rest realized that it's possible to be overwhelmed in the natural, your emotions, your will might be pulling you away from God's will. But I'm saying, Lord, not as I will, but as you will. See, after me, say, I declare in 2024, I will live my life according to your document, to your plan, to your will, and to your agenda. Now, listen, you know, the Bible says Jesus fell to the floor, face on the floor, right? If you want to do that, it's okay. But at least you will do me a, you will do me a favor. You will not stay on the spot. This is a big room. Walk around and take it serious. Engage yourself. Say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, pray it in understanding, pray in the spirit. Is that clear? Let's start it on that. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare my 2024 is fully committed to you. I will not follow my emotions. I will not follow my will. I will not follow my natural mind. But I submit to your will for my life. All the plans you have for me, I give you the right to effect it. Any opportunity that will derail me, distract me, or disconnect me from your will, block it. I open myself to your will for my life. I'm fully consecrated. Lift up your voices and begin to pray. Walk around and pray. Take it seriously. The Bible says Jesus fell to the floor. He faced down to declare this. Don't trust yourself. Never claim you know what you want. Prayer is you submitting to the will of God. Anya ya 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 balakota ya sata brala abrolokota ya sata brala kataya embrolokota ya sondo brolo ombrolakata ya masota brala kataya enkekeketesa malakrim 
walk around say in the name of Jesus I submit my will I submit my emotions I submit my plans I submit my life into your hand not my will but your will I will follow your will for my life Open your mouth and say, Lord, your will for my life is prioritized in 2024. I will not live my life anyhow. I will not do things because they are convenient. I will not do things because my emotions want it. But I will do things because they are they are aligned with your will for me. Any investment, any opportunity that will take me away from your will. I give you right to block it. Not as I will, but as you will. Not as you will, not as I will, but as you will. Matoso Okota Anyaya Ambrulokota and Sotabrala. Mata sataba ombrulakata ya shotabra lakata ombrulokokokokokoko ombrulokota ya sataba ombrulakata not as I will but as you will 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 matosakriala plug yourself into this prayer not as I will but as you will mata shatabara enklatobala not as I will, but as you will. Not as I will, but as you will. In the name of Jesus. Not as I will, but as you will. Not as I will, but as you will. Not as I will, but as you will. My mind, my will, my emotions will not stand in the way of your will for my life. In the name of Jesus.
Matoshorabala kotaya enkalakrobalaka tusosobakata ekalakrobalaka takobalakreala kotaya ambrlakata ya sososo ombalakota ya shata bralakata ya ombr 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 lokotaya matososobrulokotaya ekekeketososo mantobalakota ya sha ambalakota kakatukobalakrala enkrealakata ya loki yourself in the place of prayer begin to say not as I will but as you will in the name of Jesus and not as I will but as you will not as I will but as you will not as I will, but as you will, in the name of Jesus. Not as I will, but as you will. I submit my life unto you. I submit my gifts unto you. I submit my abilities unto you. I submit my mental faculty unto you. Matosata in the name of Jesus somebody shout amen we're still in that same direction do you know what I want you to do for the next four minutes you're going to mention everything you have your mind, your will your emotions, your gifts your strengths everything you know you have you're going to say Lord I submit it unto you I submit it unto you Lord I will not struggle with you but I will let you lead and I will follow go ahead and do that we're doing that for the next four minutes begin to mention every component of you your mind your will your emotion your education your degree your certification your intellect begin to say Lord Matthias everything I have in the natural I submit it to you my smartness my brilliance my Lakota yes my effectiveness my efficiency even my diligence everything I submit it to you I hand it over to you Malakataya I trust you to take the lead of my life Manto Sosoba Embrolokotaya 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 Satabrala Embrolokotaya Satabralokotaya Embrolokotaya Sosobralokotaya Ekekeketu Sosobrolo Manta kaya shota bra ekeketo susu bro lokota ya abalakota ya sata bra lakata ya everything my mind my will my emotions my brilliance the skills I have the gifts that I have the exposure that I have the education I have I submit everything into you mata ya sata ba my opportunities malokroba lakata mention every single thing your brilliance your opportunities your certification your smartness your intellect your emotions everything say Lord I trust you I acknowledge you in all my ways Matosha Malakata every single thing you have going for you in the natural say Lord I hand it over to you Mataya Akakala Kobolo Matosha 
shorobala ekeketo sosoba ambro lokota ya shata barala ambro lokota ya ambro lokota ya shata bralakota ya ambro lokota ya ambro lokota ya shata ba ambro lokota ya shota brala ambro lokota ya shata bala ambro lokota ya meto soso ambro lokota akakata ya ambro lokota ya ambro lokota ya my opportunities nakatosa sasa kru makakakakoko ambrakataya ambrakataya my diligence matosho my brilliance apala oshotoba ambrakata nakatusoba matokoko matokrobala ekelekrobala ekeketosotaba ambrakataya ambrakataya shotobala kataya kakatusa nakatokrobala kataya shota matokobala ambrakataya ambrakataya Ambra la kataya, ambra la kataya, shota balakata, ambra la kriya la kataya, ambra la kataya, ambra la kataya, oba la kota, ambra ya shota ba, ekeketo, ambra la kataya, ilelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel
I trust you more than my education. I trust you more than my friends. I trust you more than my relationships. I trust you more than my emotion. Hmm. Say it again. Say, I trust you more than my emotions. And I trust you more than my will. I trust you more than my mind. is key to staying aligned. I trust you. You may be seated. Come on, are you enjoying this prayer meeting? Very, very important. In fact, at times, what we claim we are praying for, they are not in God's documents. Can you imagine you are exerting your energy in things that are not in your documents? So we're going to go into a time of worship. And one of the things the Lord put on my heart is that, is that today, take testimonies. How many of you have testimonies of God's goodness? So we're going to take testimonies. But before we get into all that, write the following down. I just want to summarize following God's plan for your life. Number one, please make sure you document this. You, ready? you know you have a document. So get used to documenting. Number one, recognize that your life was pre-planned by God. Hmm. Media, you should have this particular document. The second document I sent to you. Tonight's the night of documents. Recognize that your life was pre-planned. So God is not just flowing in that sense where your life is concerned. Just follow the flow. Okay, okay, let's try this. Your life is not an experiment. Let's try now different things. Okay, okay. Uh, he said he loves him. He, lo- he, can, he can't even love him. He can only love her in that sense. Recognize that your life was pre-planned by God. There's no way someone of a gender can fall in love, sexual love, with another person of the same gender without the involvement of demons. Stop saying you, they can't help it. They can, they, of course, they can't help it because they are under influence. But it's not natural. It's demonically influenced. <laughs> I wouldn't know if I've shared this with you. We have a family friend in another state whose daughter <laughs> claimed to be lesbian a couple of years ago, and everybody was disturbed. So. All of a sudden, the mother was sharing a testimony. What's the testimony? She said she got pregnant. <laughs> because as far as the mother was concerned, that was a deliverance. Because, because the mother was aware that it can't be 
It was not her that got her pregnant. So it was another person. So that means this is a miracle. And the miracle was complete because she eventually married the person that got her pregnant. <laughs> that was a deliverance. <laughs> I've never heard of before that somebody getting pregnant of wedlock can be a testimony. <laughs> when that particular instance, I know the girl, I knew the girl from where she was little. When I was told, I'm like, ah, lesbian. But she, she's been delivered. She has three babies now. <laughs> That's a full deliverance, right? Full cost <laughs> So the deliverance is very, very complete now. <laughs> Happily married, three children. Very busy. Maybe she was too I do. That was why she was experimenting with all those demons. Now, just fully delivered. I saw her a couple of years ago. I said, oh, this girl got delivered. <laughs> so, recognize that your life was pre-planned by God. You are not an experiment. Your life is not a flu. They just flew. Let's see how it will turn out. Have you ever been in a lab before that you are missing, you are mixing different chemicals and you are curious? Let's see the results. That's not your life. There's an expectation. God knows how you are supposed to turn out. That's what he documented. God is not like, okay. It's not like a Gabriel and the rest of the angels and God are like watching the movie on that. Say, oh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, will he score the goal? Oh, no, he didn't score it. There's a plan. That your life is supposed to follow. Jeremiah chapter 1 says, Before I formed you, I knew you. Before you came out of your mother's womb, I sanctified you and ordained you. So God sanctified you and ordained you and documented you. Can you shout and say, There is a document? I want you to say with all audacity, say, There is a document. Let your neighbor know, say, there is a document for my life. I'm not an experiment. I'm not an accident. My life is not just a flow. Yes, let's see flow. Let's see. No. There's an expectation. Two, God's plan for your life are excellent. Hey. Don't allow the enemy to talk you into believing your life is ordinary. God does not make average product. The offspring of a lion looks like a lion. Even when he's a cop, you must respect the cop. <laughs> because the cop will, will once be grown into a what? A full lion. You know, I did something in South Africa about 10 years ago. Uh, you know, you know they, they have a place where they keep cops, maybe a couple of months. And people are allowed to walk into the, the den of cops, not den of lions, cops. And I don't know what came upon me that day. I was with my PA from Nigeria, Femi. And when we were told about that opportunity, is it, an, is it, is it not an opportunity? That opportunity. 
I just, I just felt curious. I said, I want to do it. My PA is a very, very loyal, submissive person. But for the first time, he shook his head. I'm like, Femi, why are you saying, sister, I'm not following you? <laughs> so, with my two, two legs, right, I walked into a what? A den of what? It's a den of cops, not a den of lions. They are cops. And we were allowed to rub the heads like, a, like puppies. After I've been there for a few minutes, I looked around and I realized I was the only person of color. <laughs> At that point, I became concerned. <laughs> I looked around, I'm like, wow, I'm the only, I'm the only person of color. All the other colored people were outside watching. <laughs> I must confess, at that moment, I was a little bit concerned that, okay, what were you thinking? <laughs> but they've already locked it. So I couldn't, because it's a tour. So they locked it, they locked it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to be there for about 15 minutes, robbing the cops and taking pictures. Can you imagine? I took pictures with cops. And though I got scolded by so many people. Because I put it on Facebook. <laughs> People call say, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Did you drink anything that morning? <laughs> Although, coming out of the place, I kind of, I felt kind of nasty. I'm like, what were you thinking? Because when do you know the time the cob we transition? <laughs> <laughs> is there is there a manual, Pastor Moyo? Is there a manual that they follow that at this particular time a cob grows into a what a full lion? I started thinking that is true because that was a lion. So the point I'm trying to make is this: even when you see a baby elephant, elephant, you see you see the resemblance. Are you listening to me? It's not possible for you to be made in the image of God and to be designed ordinary. Hey, write it down. I don't have an ordinary life. Write it down, write it down, write it down. I do not have an ordinary life. Maybe somebody told you when you were young, your life is ordinary because you didn't know maths. No, I was in the wrong class. I'm not ordinary. I had the wrong, wrong teacher. I'm not ordinary. Are you listening to me? They did not understand me. My document is an extraordinary document. Because a lot of people believed it from a very young age that they are average. Average students. I mean, it's so sad. In my high school, they have a class for average students. I mean, very, very sad. They picked all the best students, first, second, third, of all the classes. You know what I'm talking about. You now put them in one class. I don't know if you went through some, some of those. You now put, put the people that were just okay. <laughs> they put them in the other class. That is sad. Come to think of it. What a label. And the sad part of this is this. You know, everybody that was in my class in high school said that you're a pharmacist, a doctor, an engineer. Today. And the other people had class. 
<laughs> That's it. Maybe you are one of the people that unfortunately was wrongly labeled. It was a wrong label. Are you listening to me? It was a wrong label. There's no such thing as an average product. There's somebody I knew growing up who was then academically very, very, you know, shady. But the guy today is very smart when it comes to technical things. Very smart when it comes to... So, apparently, they did not understand his wiring. He only needed to find the environment that is aligned to his documents. So, later on in life, he found himself. And he's good at what he does. When I see what he does, I can't do it. But then, he was called... In fact, there's average. He was not called average. He's one of those people who's like... They have a way of saying, he said, there's no compatibility between their brain and book. <laughs> what, what, what a description. Did you hear what I said? When, I said when, when say somebody's brain is not compatible with education. <laughs> that was the label they put on him. But today, the guy is very smart. Puts things together. What he does, I can't do it. But it was once labeled, you know, they have a way of dollar or what they call them. They said they are dollar. Is it no? Is a wrong label? You came from an excellent God. An excellent God does not make weak products. Put it down. I'm not a weak product. I'm a solid product. I know some of you, the way you buy stuff, just walk into a store. And you go for name Sonny. Just make sure the Sonny is S-O-N-Y. Because they are different kind of Sonny. I know people that bought Sonny. And when they got home, they looked at it very well. It was Sonny. <laughs> S-O-N-Y. <laughs> I was told of somebody that bought an iPhone from one of these Indonesia. He thought he bought an iPhone. And, you know, he started having problems when he got back to Africa. So he went to iPhone store, Apple store, and he said, yeah, I just got this product from one of, from, I mean, when I was in Asia, and I'm having problems. Can you guys look at it? He said, it's not our product. <laughs> it's not our product. And there are so many fake products like that. I've got news for you. You are not a fake. Oh, I say you are not fake. It's not possible for you to be a product of an excellent God and be ordinary. So his plans, his documents, where your life is concerned, is superb. Somebody shout hallelujah. Do you believe that tonight? So you must know there's a plan for your life and that plan is great, excellent, Boy, mind-blowing. You must believe that. Because if you are saying consecrate to God's plan, you must know what you are consecrating to. You are not consecrating to mediocrity. You are consecrating to something massive. Jump up and shout massive. massive. So it's not like, oh Lord, I consecrate myself to your will. Even if your will is being broke for the rest of my life, that is not his will. If your will is that... Nobody will find me attractive enough to marry me. That is not his will for your life. 
He loves you too much to plan an average life for you. Lift up your two hands and shout, I'm not average. Come on, shout it three times. Say, I'm not average. You may be seated. Jeremiah 29, 11. He said, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil. To bring you to a what? Unexpected. Three. Still talking about following God's plan for your life. The devil is committed to derailing God's plan for your life. Don't take it for granted. There is a devil. Don't be like Reverend George's father that believes there's nobody can hurt me. If I don't believe they can hurt me, they can hurt you. There's a devil that uses people and that works against destiny. John chapter 10 verse 10 says, he has come to steal, to kill, and to what? To destroy. And the devil does not have preference. He just kills anyone. Kills babies, adults. I mean, look at when Jesus was born. How many babies do you think were killed? Hundreds of kids. Just because he was after Jesus. The devil does not discriminate. Just kills anyhow. Destroys and steals. John 10.10. 10. Four. The Holy Spirit is the best guide. John chapter 16 verse 13. And you know, the amazing thing is the best guide has now been made your companion. Don't live life without the best guide. You know, it's sad when you see believers who are trying so hard to live without him. Say, however, when he, the spirit of truth, shall come, he said, he will guide you. John 16, 13, he said, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. He will tell you things to come. In other words, you can trust him. He does not speak of his own accord. He speaks based on the instruction he has been given where your document is concerned. Oh, is somebody listening to me? Do you know your Holy Spirit is personalized for you? He does not just give general instruction. He's an intelligent spirit. Write it down. The Holy Spirit is an intelligent spirit. He knows my documents. So he leads me based on my documents. It's not just, it's not, it's not just a general Holy Spirit. He's intelligent enough to be customized for you. You know, I was talking to some people a few weeks ago about an artificial intelligence I was going to get for one of my operations. And they said, oh, the reason why it's so expensive is because the AI is customized for every client. I said, really? He said, yes. He said, it's not just a general AI. He said, they, they tailor it. He said, it's customized. Because initially, I'm like, oh, no, no, this AI is too expensive. He said, it's not like, it's not, it's not like, it's a chap GPT or whatever you call it. He said, this one is, is tailored for you. Now, I want you to see the Holy Spirit as what? An AI. In fact, more than what? AI. That is tailored for your document. So the question is, do you trust him? And you know, spending time, three hours in prayer like this, is you developing a robust relationship so that you can take advantage of that infrastructure. Are you listening to me? I will not live life without his help. 
He has been sent to guide me. So it would be foolish to live without his guide. Life without his guide is reckless. Oh, come on, talk to me. Life without what? The guide of the Holy Spirit is what? Reckless. In fact, dangerous. So living recklessly is living life without the involvement of the companion that was assigned for you. A customized, intelligent companion. Who knows the details of your documents? And he knows how to bat that document. Don't live life without his help. Don't live life without his strength. Don't live life without his wisdom. Don't live life without his instruction. And remember, he's not just there to represent himself. He's there to represent the one that made you. He said he will not do anything of his own. He will do as instructed. He will make sure the customized instruction for your life is what guides you into it. Is a GPS you can trust. Let me tell you an experience. Several years ago, when they were still trying to develop some of these GPS, it's not like this, maybe like 10 years ago. Oh, on the north side, maybe somewhere around Everston or Sheraton, I can't even remember. So we looked at our fuel tank. It was almost empty. So I told my wife, I said, we need to get gas. I said, no problem. So I just said, okay, let's ask the GPS because we are not too familiar with that neighborhood. So I said, take us to the nearest filling station. Okay. So here comes the direction. So true life story. Eventually, he said, you have reached there. We looked around. There's no filling station. We looked at the screen of the GPS. Say, you have arrived at gas station. So I told my wife, I said, maybe there's gas inside the ground. <laughs> Since that day, I became very skeptical. Trusting GPS, especially when it comes to looking for a gas, whatever, I'm like, let me, I trust myself. Let me look around. Look at the, if you're the highway, let's look for the sign. Because I remember that day on the north side, I trusted the GPS to take me to a gas station, only to take me to the backyard of somebody. <laughs> and he told me, this is the place where I should fill my tank. And we, we, we actually got down. We were looking. Is, maybe, uh, is he hidden? I said, maybe, maybe, maybe it's prophesying. It's prophesied that in the future there will be the only thing that the prophecy has not come to pass. But I said all that to come to this point. He can be trusted. He will not misguide you. As, as amazing as waste is, waste can be funny at times. As waste dealt with anybody before. In terms of just, I mean, some creative routes. It's, it's like you are passing somebody's compound and coming out. I mean, Harley's and whatever. And at the end of the day, you're like, what are you running from? By the time you reach the highway, it's like there's nothing on this highway. I'm like, this, this waste is super creative. In fact, there have been times that maybe I use waste, my wife uses waste. And our waste have different ways. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the ways of this waste are not consistent. I'm like, which one should we use? Should we follow your waste or my waste? And my wife's ways is very, very interesting. Yes, she wakes, she customized this. In fact, it distracts me. 
try to be funny, cracking jokes. I'm like, what? <laughs> Just <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Tony, I'm like, stop that nonsense. This is <laughs> life, is, life is more serious than this. I'm going somewhere. Why are you cracking jokes? <laughs> You know, some of them have some please just take me to where I'm going. I mean, I don't have to have all this. <laughs> I mean, based on my wife's personality, she enjoys it. I don't enjoy it. I mean, I need direction. Give me direction. Please don't try. If I want a comedian, I will ask for a comedian. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I sell all that to say the Holy Ghost can be trusted. Don't you know what I say? The Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost can be trusted. The last but not the least. Wow. The Holy Ghost can be trusted. God's system is intelligent enough to reroute you back to purpose when you are derailed. Do you love that? When you miss your way. And we miss our way a lot of times. None of us have coconuts. Say, ah, I'm sorry. But thank God, the commitment is it will never leave us that forsakes us. Get on your feet, get on your feet and shout, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost cannot leave me, nor forsake me. And that's why you can't pray the prayer of David, take not your spirit away from me. That's a, you know, I get concerned when preachers cannot differentiate between the old and the new covenant. In the old covenant, the spirit was not permanently with them. The best of them had the spirit occasionally. But with us, it stays. And it does not stay because of us. It stays because of Jesus. So because it's not staying because of you, there's nothing you can do that will make him go. Because he did not come because of you. He came because of Jesus. It was Jesus. It was an agreement between him and Jesus. It was Jesus that said, I will pray the Father that he may send another comforter. Are you listening to me? So, because you are not in the agreement, you can't force him out. When you say, oh, the Holy Ghost has left me. It's only a feeling. He never left. How many of you are glad you have such a powerful covenant which is tied around Jesus? And because Jesus is ever faithful, even in your faithfulness, he remains faithful. Come on, rejoice if you believe that. So, that system of the Holy Ghost is so intelligent that even when you have missed it out of your coconut head operation, strong will, strong emotions, carried away, strong relationship, guess what? The Holy Ghost will never shut down. Do you know a lot of times GPS has failed me in downtown Chicago? Has it happened to anybody before? Confused GPS because of all those towers. He said, Tonya, then we change his mind. Go for that. I'm like, <laughs> come on. Am I the only one that has ever experienced it before? It's like the lower, then you, at times they are lower, upper, upper worker. Which? <laughs> but this GPS can be trusted. It will reroute you effectively. Maybe you are here tonight. You've made a few wrong turns in 2023. Be confident in his ability to reroute you like you never missed your way. And he will get you there right on time. That's why Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says, All things work together for good 
for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. God knew Israel was going to be in captivity for 430 years, but he was not intimidated. He had the plan to bring them out. In fact, he prophesied it. God knew about the propensity of man to go against his will. So ever before he made man, he had already crucified his son. That's why he called his son the lamb that was crucified before the foundation of the world. I don't know if you are, you glad. I don't know if you are glad that there's no misbehavior. There is no coconut operation that can be strong enough to stop the plan of God for your life. You have the best guide. It will get you there right on time. We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishasong. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.